Hey guys, Drew here to talk about the big happenings in Cosmic Critland for the month of February in this year of 2018. We have a lot of stuff going on, so much so that I don't even have time to write a song about it. Yeah, I know. So we're just gonna go bowling straight through this. First off, I just want to thank everybody who participated in our Skittermander fan challenge last month. We had so many Skittermanders that we completed a chart and the randomized tool that should be live any second when you get there that has all of them loaded for more than 100 million individual Skittermanders based on all of the different die rolls and randomizations that happen. Too many Skitters. Speaking of Skittermanders, we actually have some things for our Crittermanders, yes, that's right. Our Cosmic Crit fans are now going to be known as Crittermanders, and you can even join our Crittermander Discord. Uh, the link to that is on our website. We'll be tweeting it out, we'll be posting it on Facebook. It'll be easy to get to. Our Discord's going to be where all of our Cosmic Crit fans can go talk to each other, talk to us, talk to a bunch of different stuff that's going on, even finding your own LFG channels and, and different things. And there might be even some exclusive things for some super Crittermanders that, that we find through there. So uh, check that out. That's going to be super awesome. Now, you guys have been listening to our show for a while, been going on for a little bit, and Patrick, our, our stalwart GM, has failed in his mission to kill any of us yet. He hasn't done it. He's gotten close, but he hasn't killed any of us. So he's asking for your help for our February Cosmic Crit Fan Challenge to create a critical failure deck. Basically what this is, is we are going to have a series of critical failures that will be assigned randomly, much in the same way that we use our Skittermander uh, generator. So when any of us rolls a one for an attack roll in our game, we will get a critical failure generated from this list. So yeah, this is Patrick's idea, as I'm sure you're aware. Wasn't our idea. But uh, you know, we're letting him get away with it because he's the GM and he's our friend and all of that stuff. So what we want you guys to do is send in for the February Fan Challenge your critical failures. And we're looking for three categories, a ranged critical failure, a melee critical failure, or a magic critical failure. So if somebody rolls a one, their critical failure might be that they drop their, their weapon and kick it across the floor accidentally. Or if they have a spell that misfires that something weird happens and bunnies fall from the sky. I don't know. I, I actually wouldn't mind if you guys gave us a little, uh, little bonus for some of these critical failures. You know, maybe not make the whole list like your critical failure is that your character ceases to exist. But yeah. So your critical failure might be the responsible for the first character death in Cosmic Crit, assuming we roll poorly enough, which is bound to happen. <coughs> um, anyway, that is not all, guys. I want you guys to go to CosmicCrit.com right now, and there's going to be a brand new fun thing to see. And that is our new Cosmic Crit store! Yes! We actually decided to put together some some merch, some t-shirts, some some hoodies, some phone cases. It's It's got some cool art by some of our artists and including a brand new, never before seen piece of Cosmic Crit art that is on an exclusive t-shirt, which I think you should all check out. The links to that are gonna be on our website at CosmicCrit.com. And I would love to see some of you guys posting some selfies of yourself in some Cosmic Crit gear because that would put a big smile on my rat face, which I'd be very happy to put. Uh, so with that said, it is February and love is in the air. 
as we go back into the jungles of Eucalam for this week's adventure, How, How to, to Lose a Sniper, sniper in, in 10, ten rounds. rounds. Last time on Cosmic Crits. We were stalked by Living Celery. Starfinders were the most dangerous game. We were stalked by a Kasarik, which looks like if Cthulhu pronked a plant. We saved a cultist of the Cult of the Devourer. We had to keep Edris from murdering Alashenta. We were able to stop the Edriscutioner. The group helps Rakawi file for child support. The party came across a giant moving pink storm of mold and thought the wisest course of action was to go through it. But it worked out because we found a giant vacuum cleaner. Turns out not everything in this jungle is trying to kill us. And now here we are, standing off against a pollen-covered monster. Quarky, look at this beauty! It's called a Renclauda, and it's spelled danger, danger, danger. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Before you is a locked aluminum steel door. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. You are traveling through another drift dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of vesk smells, too. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance. Giant women and alien starfish. You've just crossed over into the cosmic crit zone. Submitted for your approval. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't laugh. Stop it. Submitted for your approval. My name is Patrick Sterling, and the tale I have for you tonight is one that beggars belief. To tell this torrid tale of terrific tropes and triumphs is a group of five characters in search of an exit. My players and friends, to my left, there's something on the wing of the plane. Why, it's Drew playing Nexus Rack. You want to do uh, Shatner or Lithgow? Both. Uh, To his left, a nerd who broke his glasses immediately after an apocalypse. Jabert playing Andis 147. It's not fair! It's not fair! Across the digital table from me, we've got... Uh, someone who we, we better behave in front of or he'll send us all to the cornfield. Miles playing Raimi. You want to see something really scary? And to his left, a creepy doll who plans to stick around forever and ever. Rebecca playing Alindra Vallis. Hello. To my... <laughs> I don't have anything. To no, that was the perfect was... creepy doll voice. <laughs> <laughs> to my right, someone that likes to serve man all right... Serve them his Dogeco justice. Tyler playing a Drosperanus. Justice well served. Hey guys, how's it going? How how how's everybody doing tonight? Good, good. Yeah. I was digging your uh, Rod Serling meets Troy McClure impression. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I realized about halfway through that it's like, oh man, I didn't practice v- this voice at all. <laughs> but no, it started off very Rod Serling, and then all of a sudden it turned into like Troy McClure, which I I, I dug, and then it kind of ended up as the scary door <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well i get uh i get uh, i got the, I, uh, the case of the giggles halfway through <laughs> i was uh i was born in 1988 i don't understand any of these references all right well you right. know <laughs> it, it's not like they burned the tapes you know after they were done it's filming Netflix them now, so it's, it's yeah it's it. it's not like they didn't air it for six hours on the sci-fi channel I, throughout i still do they still do i'm sure I yeah i know i've i and yeah. I'm assuming, are these all Twilight Zone references, right? 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> have you not, I, have I, you not I, got I, the I, themes of my intros? It's I, all I one have. thing usually. <laughs> well, I, no, this one's this one's gonna be the Twilight Zone, and then the, and then the next one, the one for uh, Tyler, is gonna be Batman. <laughs> That'd be great. I, I, I would appreciate that. Like that's something I can get behind. I, I've only seen I think maybe four or five episodes of Twilight Zone. So I unless end of those, oh, I only four or five. Okay, well that's enough. Calm down. You've got the reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, only four or five. Get yeah. out of here. Hey guys, how are you doing? Good, good. Pretty good. All right, everybody. Well, I, I don't know if you remember <laughs> where we last left off from last week, but I was trying to kill you immediately at the end of the last game. So I'm going to try and do mm. that at the very start of this game. We're in combat. Ah! Oh, starting you, off right. You guys had just made camp after a long day of trudging through the jungle. I think that was day seven or eight. I'm going to have to check my notes. But at this point, you had just rested a little bit before making camp. So very few people have stamina damage, except for Andis 147. You've taken four points of stamina damage. So you are fatigued right now. But I believe, Edros, you had used your suit on this day. Mm-hmm. And everyone else has either used some, some RP or either one or two re- resolve points. Okay, uh, Patrick, for our listeners that have not are not familiar with Starfinder's fatigued condition, can we go over what that means for a character? Yes, if you want to cross the T's, dot the I's. Fatigued, you are tired, you can't run or charge, and you take mi- a minus one penalty to your armor class, attack rolls, melee damage rolls, reflex saving throws, initiative checks, and strength and dexterity-based skill and ability checks. Your bulk oh, is reduced geez. by one. That's like everything. It's negative to everything. And if you, get exa- if you get fatigued again, you then get the exhausted condition. Right, so Jabert, you are fatigued at the beginning here, and this giant green-scaled beast uh, just comes crashing through the undergrowth, knocking giant mushroom plumes out of the way. It's covered in these spores and lets out a, this bellow, this this great big roar, and is coming your direction. Uh, we are in initiative turn order, and at the very top of it, old quick draw Raimi is at the top. Oh Miles. So, so- so can I see this thing or can I just hear it? You can see it and it has just cleared the trees. If you're looking at the map that we are on, you're about 30 or 40 feet away. Okay. So, um, okay. I, I see where I am now. Uh, so right now, since Andis is fatigued and I'm right next to him, I'm just going to place my hand on him and turn him invisible. <laughs> Whether he wants to be or not. I mean, if he wants to run fatigued or not, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That happens. And guess what? Who's next in the turn order? It's an invisible Antis. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Well, I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) Well, (laughs) don't worry. (laughs) You're still fatigued, but now no one can see you. Nobody can see me. Nobody can see me when I'm sleepy. You have to rethink your whole strategy. Now you're going to charge in. Oh, okay. um, well, I mean, well, I, I, I mean, I'm trying to see if I can do something to make Raimi's second level spell not worthless. It, it was just protection. I got to protect my boy or my android. No, that's 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 what uh, that's called Edris. <laughs> Ooh, snap. I, uh, or or if you prefer meat shield, if this map is accurate, Andis is going to take some cover behind a flower. 
Okay, good, good. And some cover, and some and cover while you're invisible. <laughs> so now they doubly can't see you. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm taking cover just in case this dinosaur has a laser gun, Patrick. <laughs> now, now I am definitely gunning for you. Before I was just gonna, you know, let it act on its own volition, but now it's gonna actively seek you out. It's like, wait, I smell an android somewhere nearby. <laughs> Edros, next. Uh, speaking of meat shield, Tyler, you're up. Oh, yeah. Let's see. I'm going to... Hmm, I don't want to be in the way of uh, our mm. laser fire, our laser firing squad, our Never. light show. So I'm going to move uh, down. Uh, let's see, about five, five, 20 feet and then move into combat with it. I uh, should be out of the way, giving everybody a plus one. And we'll just go ahead and make, make a single attack with the uh, curved blade. Boom! Attack! 28. <laughs> Let me double check here. Yep, no, that's a hit. <laughs> nah, I'll, I'll dishing out 16 points of damage. Ooh, boy. Ouch, ouch, ouch. All right, let me write that down. And I believe next in the turn order is Alindra, because I rolled really terrible on this Rink Crota's initiative <laughs> roll last week. Good thing. All right, so I'm going to move over here. I'm going toward Photon Attunement, and I am going to Stellar Rush to... Can I go all the way here, or is that going to do a AOO? I think either one is a possibility to uh, provoke. This? Because it, it's a large creature. It, it has a quite a quite a range. Okay. Well, in that case, I might as well go all the way here. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a great right. point, actually. So I'm going to go here, and then I have a flanking bonus with um, address. Do I right. deal so with you're... the attack of opportunity first? Uh, yeah, I'm going to do that first because it uh, you're coming up on its backside, so it's go I'm going to use its tail attack, which it has. And I have hit against your KAC, so it just thwacks you with this big spiny tail for ooh twelve points of bludgeoning damage. Ooh, just ooh, okay. hits you broadside. Oh man! Right. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And right. you, you're going to just attack? Yeah, so I'm just going to use my um, melee attack. So solar weapon. It's a twenty-one to attack. All right, plus two for flanking. Oh right, it's a twenty-three. So definitely a hit, and is that 14 points of damage? Or yeah, it'll be 14. I'm just guessing that that, that that hits its KIC. I should probably look. Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah, this thing, not not looking great. You've eh, not only is it very confused looking, but it's taken a couple big old cuts. And finally, at the bottom of the turn order is Knack. Uh, do we recognize anything about this beast from any of the notes that we have? Uh I believe I said last week that uh, you recognized it from Dr. Al Nuif's warning to to <laughs> be careful not to get caught in its toothy maw. Uh, is uh, a whiskered rincrota. Does it do, do? Do we know that the spores aren't doing anything to negatively affect it? Uh, like I said, it definitely looks a little crazed. It's you know shaking its head as it's attacking you. It does look. Like it, it might have taken some effect from these mold spores, which, as I recall, you guys were unable to identify what what the mold exactly did to you. All right, so uh, of course, get him, uh, and I will uh, pull out my azimuth laser pistol and fire it. And that is a five on the die, so an eleven to hit twelve with get him, or th thirteen with uh, Edris's ability. 
Correct. That is a miss. Yeah, I figured. That's a miss. <laughs> but he's been he's been got. He's been gadamed. <laughs> I think now it is my turn to attack people. Now he has got a bite and a tail attack. And I don't know who's gonna get what. Come at me, bro. I don't know what the bro I don't know what the version of bro would be for the Vescaria. Dino bro. Come at me, cousin. <laughs> We're both reptiles. We might. We, he could be my cousin. Hey, Edges, do you know this guy? Well, I don't know. Let me roll a culture check. <laughs> okay, so it's swiping its tail again at Alindra. It wants more tail action. I've rolled a 16 on a dice. That is a hit for 16 points of damage. Mm-hmm. Now, as it does this, it lets out a mighty roar. <laughs> That was pretty mighty. (laughs) Pretty good. And I need everyone, yeah, everyone to make a will save for me. That was almost too mighty. (laughs) Let's see. Let's see how you roll. Uh, Patrick, is this a fear effect? This is indeed. We'll take a bonus then. 25 for Adros. All right. So I believe just looking at the numbers here, uh, is it it mind affecting? Is it a plus two if it is? It is. 11's still not going to do it. Uh, Andis and Alindra have both failed, and you uh, both are shaken as the condition for five rounds. (laughs) Definitely at the end of the combat. That's a cool ability. Well, dang. And that is its entire turn, which brings us back to the top of the turn order in turn two with Raimi. All right, so I'm going to cast Caustic Conversion. Oh, new spell time. Yes. Uh, so I have to roll a ranged attack against your EAC. Yep. It's a acid attack, which is an energy attack. So you can go ahead and roll that. All right. That's 19 plus one yep. for Get him and plus one for Edris. That's 21. That's going to do it. Yeah. All right. So that's a success. So I get to roll 4d4, and then it takes an additional five acid damage at the end of its turn for each round during the spell's duration. So for one extra round, it takes five damage. Nice. And now, does this count as a, a harmful spell uh, from your spell hack? Do, do you get a bonus on this as yes. well? Yes. All right, cool. Roll those dice. So that is... <laughs> <laughs> You've rolled one of everything. Yeah. So three. <laughs> Complete average. Seven, eight, and 11. On its turn, it takes another five for two turns. Is that what you said? For what? For the next, yeah, for the next turn, I believe. Wow. It's pretty good. It's pretty darn good. Andis... On to you, sir. All right. Well, I think I'll just sit down and have a Twinkie because I'm not going to be much use in this fight. <laughs> you, just, you just shoot at it. Nah, that's boring, though. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try and shoot at it. All right, here we go. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and fail. I swear, if you had rolled the 20, I would have been very angry. It's like, oh, I could have gotten out of that <laughs> because you, you said you were going to just chill and eat a Twinkie. 10 is going to be a mess. I'm sorry, Jabert. Yeah. That brings us to Edros, Tyler. All right. Well, with Alindra flanking and me not having to move, I think I'll go ahead and take a full attack action and make two attacks with the curved blade. Oh, boy. Or is Alindra giving me the bonus anymore because she's shaken? Nope. The shaken is just giving her a negative. She's still threatening this creature. So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Shaken is a minus two to ability checks, attack rolls, saving throws, and skill checks. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Then let's just throw out the two attacks. First attack at a minus two is going to be a 19. Does that include a Githum? Oh, it does not. I'm very sorry. So 20. Uh, right, that is a hit. Yeah. 
minimum damage. 11 points of damage. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Okay, second attack. You need to be doing more than that. All right, second attack. At a minus one, I guess. Ooh. Oh my gosh, I rolled another 19. <laughs> what a crit, so bad. Nice. You're getting there. Uh, that, that's obviously a hit. <laughs> 27. <laughs> 12 points of damage. Again, I rolled a two. All right, yeah, it's, it's still up. It's still looking quite dangerous. Alindra, you both have slashed at this thing like four times between you, and it, it wants to go down. Are you going to be able to do it? Uh, we'll see. I have a negative two penalty to attack rolls, so let's see it's how this goes. Offset by your flanking currently. That's true. And get him. And get him and Edris's ability. So that's a 14 to attack. Nope, that is a miss against oh. KAC. Perhaps Nack, a.k.a. the closer. <laughs> Nack, <Yeah. laughs> your turn. All right, once again, get it. And I'm going to shoot it with my azimuth laser pistol one more time. That is a 22 to hit. Hit. For five damage, a whopping five damage. <laughs> All right, it's still got a couple of very meaty targets right in front of it. A little confused, though. Who's it going to attack? Oh, of course, it's going to attack Alindra again. No! Oh, man! Only, only Alindra. And it's going to actually use its bite this time around. Awesome. Oh, awesome. Man. Natural 20 on the die. Oh, uh, that's not... Oh, Mac. Oh. All right, oh, so man. I've rolled... Uh, some D6 for its bite attack. That's a six and a one. So that is 27 points of damage. Oh, dang. As the very tooth-filled head of the uh, Whisker Grin Crota just tears into your, your rib cage, starts tearing out flesh. Oh, my God. Okay. You're, you're still alive, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. He sounds so confident. <laughs> Technically still alive. Yeah, you guys probably put this one down. Turn three, Raimi, your turn. No, right. no, it takes five points of damage right Ooh. now. Oh, that's right. Five points of damage right down. It is still alive, though. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. close. So I'm going to shoot at it with my laser rifle. It's 23 hey, plus 2, it's 25. That is a hit, and no matter what you roll on damage, it goes down. Bam! <laughs> it had a single hit point. Oh. Aha. Loved it so much. Oh. And we're out of combat. Alendra would like to rest for a bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little yeah. bit. Are you, are you going to need to use some of the uh, healing serums? I probably should. That would probably be a wise thing to do. <laughs> Yeah. Andis comes out from behind the tree and goes, did you see me? Did you see me? <laughs> <laughs> I was behind that stump for some reason. <laughs> I was helping from behind the stump. Oh, you guys couldn't see all, all the good things I did? Oh, bummer. Uh, oh, okay, oh, so I'm just going to use my um, Mark 1 healing serum. So that's a 1d8, right? And I got a 2. Lovely. Yeah, so you're fine, right? <laughs> Let's see, I think we got some. I think we got some Mark Twos in here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I've got one on me, so I can and use. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to uh, treat deadly wounds on Alindra here. Right, so she's got a pretty big, na- nasty gash. Oh. oh, that was an evil dice. I saw it. I saw it rolling on the twenty, and I was like, nah. And it went over to the eighteen. I was like, ooh. Now that there's are a you, Rebecca, you want to roll another serum? Do you want to do a Mark Two? Maybe I'll do a Mark II. Is that 3d8? Is that right? Yes. I don't have it in front of me. Okay. It is a 3d8. I need to get rid of that. All right. So that's plus 10. 
Not great rolls tonight. Yeah, you get, she rolled a one, a six, and a three. Ew. It's not bad. Uh, Patrick, can I roll maybe, I don't know, like a survival check or something on this uh, dead Rin Crota uh, to learn maybe how the spores were affecting it or see if it has anything worth value to us? I mean, it definitely seemed to be exhibiting some very odd animal behavior. But, I mean, unless you want to spend a ton of time carving it up and, I don't know, making a, a necklace of teeth. <laughs> yeah, doesn't doesn't seem to be that uh, worthwhile. It's just a giant evil lizard. What about ring oh, steaks? <laughs> I think while we're taking our 10-minute rest, I might uh, might take a tooth. Yeah, that's fine. A single. Hey, just uh, to be clear, I'm no longer <clears throat> shaken, right? That goes away after about 20 seconds. Yes, you're fine. Okay, great. Awesome. So... Raul Walkie, or as I think we learned between last week and this week, her actual name is in the AP Rokawi. <laughs> I definitely transposed a couple letters in her name when I was uh, writing uh, my notes. We were all too afraid to tell you. <laughs> yeah, because you guys n- know exactly what you're supposed to be called. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Raul Walkie goes to, to sleep first, and then she stays up with you, Edros. Because uh, she she heard that you were going to be uh, like the previous night alone on on your watch, and uh, she does come up to you eventually and tries to you know make some s- small talk. And she's like, "I I just uh, I want you to know that even though I was delirious and I I told you my name incorrectly <laughs> when I was infected with <laughs> with the sporlings, uh, I I wanted to thank you for being willing to step forward and and end my life at Ross." Thank you for that. Well, I've seen a lot of bad things happen to my old crew, and many times what we go through is worse than just a quick death. And uh, I feel like one should honor those requests. I'm really glad that we were able to patch you up and that you're with us now, but... If it not been for Andis, I, I would have died when when those things germinated. He's an amazing medic. I, I don't know why things like that happen in this world, good or bad, but... It seemed like that happened for a reason. You you stopping and and them healing me, regardless whether it be random chance. I, I I wanted to thank you. You're welcome. I I have a question for you though, if you don't mind. Of course, anything. Uh, we were going through a pack of Yaroks, and as we were trying to travel through them, a shot went over the valley, and it caused them to go into a stampede. Mm-hmm. Your group didn't happen to make take that shot, did they? My my group. Went on ahead, but I believe a splinter of of the cultists were trailing behind. I, I didn't understand exactly what they were doing, but I think they were waiting for you. There's a, a Sheeran that travels with them. It's Tahomen's right-hand girl. Goes by the name of Salask Sykesel, and she carried with her a, a very mean-looking Sheeran eye rifle. Perhaps it, it, it was her. Mm, that would make sense. I think we're going to have to be more careful if we cross any open ground. I don't want to get sniped from some cliffside. Thank you for telling me. Alrighty, guess what day it is? Day eight of your journey, everybody. And we know what that means. It it means it's time for some survival rolls. See if you can find your way through the jungle. (laughs) Jungle. Oh, man. I'm wearing out the button on this survival check. Here we go. How many days are we going through the jungle again? Oh, come on. Probably 13 at this point because we have failed <laughs> oh. failed this day. Yeah, just the 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 pathway around 
the foothills you were taking in the first leg of the journey, Edros, seems to have disappeared. And now there's foothills all around you. And after getting turned around the previous day in the, the mold storm, uh, you're just unable to make up as much ground in, in the direction you think you need to be going. Day eight, who wants to use their suit to just negate all the heat effects for the day? Uh, yeah, I'll use mine. Edris will use his as well. Alrighty. Throughout the day, Rokawi <laughs> comes up to you, Edros, and you know is like, uh, "Can I, can I lighten your load? May I take your pack?" Um, yeah, sure. I'll give her. I've, I've got some. I'm carrying around actually quite a lot of bulk, so yeah. I'd, I'd hand off. I'd, I'd hand off some stuff. Are you, are you carrying like all the these flower clippings you guys have been <laughs> throwing in a sack? Uh, no, but I, I, I've got like a. I think I've got a, a backup generator and. Uh, I've got a bunch of gear, right? <laughs> you got gear. She takes them from and uh, she'll do the same for, for anyone else that seems to be having trouble with the heat. And it's a really hot, sticky morning. And it's about halfway through the morning, maybe even traveling for like four hours or so, three or four hours, when through the, the thinning trees, you come across an unnaturally wide plain within a, a broad clearing. You see the ruins of, of stone structures falling apart and overgrown with vines and fungi. But what catches your eye is towards the center of this clearing, a massive statue in the, in the middle over a hundred feet away. And it's nearly 60 feet tall and twice that distance long. And it depicts an elven person resting in a reclining position, looking towards the sky, head rested on one elbow and the other hand lifted towards the heavens. And it's, it's all rusted and roached. It's like a metal structure, and you see el- sections of the, the elves' skin marked with odd patches and various you know, rusty patterns. <laughs> I love it so much. I, I just want to stay in the jungle forever. <laughs> so, Drew, you remember reading something from Hauquim Zahn's notes that seems to spark your memory while taking a look at this this giant statue of this elven creature. Alindra, that this statue reminds me of that the weird thing you did back at the uh, obelisk. <laughs> <laughs> it's canon now that she she laid down in front of yeah. <laughs> and made it in the episode, so it, it counts. No, but this is from Hauquim Zahn's notes. So this massive stone figure is a reclining elven form covered in weathered boils. I suspect it is an effigy that served ritual purposes, such as absorbing the illness of some great king so that he could live forever. Yes, and he, Halkwim uh, Zahn, named it the Plague Warden. Ooh. It's called the Plague Warden. You guys are still in the tree line, and it's fairly early in the morning, but uh, Raimi, <laughs> you have taken nine points of stamina damage this morning, and Nack and Andis, you've taken one. Oh, uh, man. Right. Oh. Do, you, do you want to use a resolve and, and, and get rid of that? <laughs> yes. All right. So you can take a 10-minute break on the, the edge of the, the clearing and do that. All Guys, right. I need a rest real quick. So while we're sitting here taking a break, Andis comes up to Alindra and asks her how she's feeling. I am feeling a, a little bit weak. Yeah. A little down? A little down? Yeah. Are you, uh, you, feeling, you feeling the heat right now? Yeah, I'm thinking about lying down and staring at the stars. And maybe pointing your fingers up at it. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, you do, you do that. I'm going to take a look at this gash on your arm <laughs> while you hold your arm up here. Oh, no, the, the bite in her, 
or the side of her torso is still pretty, pretty raw. Like you, you bandaged it up the previous day, but still down hip ones, right, Rebecca? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try to change those bandages for Nack, can can you give me a hand over here? Uh yeah, of course. Alendra winces repeatedly, but tries to stay strong. Oh well I'll I'll try to be gentle. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Going hard as a mother pronker. Yeah, uh so so Andis with with an aid by Nack gets a twenty. And just sort of uh, yanks on those bandages, <laughs> and uh, the bandages are changed. But uh, but there there are no HP for you here. Sorry. What's what's the DC for the success? It's twenty five when you have a med kit. Yeah, oh, it's, it's pretty, still it's pretty pretty high. Mm-hmm. Alindra um, just looks at Andis in shock and says, "Ow!" <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe avoid the teeth. <laughs> While she's not looking, just jab another healing serum in her bag. And be like, "I'm amazing!" <laughs> oh, look, I did it! Oh, yeah. Heal thyself. <laughs> oh, uh, that's actually not a bad idea. I'm going to go ahead and give her a. I'm going to go ahead and give her a uh, a mark yes. two. Yes. Yes. Use those precious resources. Love it. Okay, so that'll be fourteen for you there. Sweet. Nice. Alrighty, so you guys are, are kind of coming in from the the northeast of this clearing, and before you get to uh, the statue, there are a number of ruined stone buildings, like I said, overgrown with with vines and moss. Rokawi, as you step forward, is like I I know nothing of this place. I, I did not get this far. Oh, look, there it is. There's the statue. Oh, God, so I actually pretty. have something I'd like to do. Um, mm-hmm. Might seem kind of crazy, but I know that she's he she is covered in in boils of some kind of pattern. I wondered if there was any way to see if there was a, a astrological pattern that was on the skin mm-hmm. of the statue. Does that make sense? Like, can I compare it to my star map using physical science? I mean, you'd have to get pretty up close to to investigate it from from far off. It does look kind of like just patches all over the the statue or do they match your tattoos well it sounds like we need to go investigate but yeah, i will warn closer. everyone I, I i i think i just would caution and say our friend here did tell us that the enemy is using a sniper rifle and this is a large clearing so let's try and keep our heads down and don't just stand out in the open like some inviting target waiting for a bullet don't worry i'll be fine there are a, a number of stone buildings on the, the exterior of the clearing. Do you guys want to investigate them at all, or do you want to make your way towards the, the statue? I, I don't know about you guys. Uh, I think we should investigate the buildings uh, first and make our way uh, through them as much as possible. I agree. You never know what we might find in there uh, to help us out. Yeah, it sounds good to me. So I'll let you place your guys Along this side, uh, you see there's some to the north of you, some to the south. There's a wide area of about uh, 70 feet between a couple of them. These ones here to the south stand about 10, 15 feet tall in places. Pretty, pretty tall structures. This one over here to the north, a lot lower. It looks like almost all of them have been knocked down. So they're like two, three feet most. They look kind of like... Fences at this point, stone stone fences. Let's go south first. Yeah, yeah, let's just go into the south and try and keep our let's try and keep our heads below the walls. 
Oh, wasn't everyone give me a perception check? My, my best skill, perception. Oh, wow, actually, that time. <laughs> glad, I, glad I'm wasting a 19 on a perception roll. Me too, Tyler. Me too. <laughs> right, so you don't really see anything here. It definitely looks like this was a building at some point, but it's been destroyed <laughs> by time, you know, over perhaps uh, thousands, of, if, uh, if not even longer. They're barely, barely standing. It looks like the trees and, and vines are kind of propping them up more than anything against gravity. Okay. So no so, writing so or anything? No. Nah. Okay. okay. So, and then there's no, like, like, like well or any sort of uh, foundational thing that would give a, give us an idea of what the building used to be? No, it's just all jungle floor at this point. I'm going to the middle building. Yeah, I'll walk back up north as well. Right. Make another perception check as you guys are heading that way. So as you're you're looking around the outside of the building, Edros, a fine piece of gossamer thread blows gently in the wind in front of your face and then wraps around your chest, constricting you. And making a quick attack roll. Secretive attack roll. Ooh. <laughs> so, so lucky. I've rolled a natural one on this creature's attack. You feel a, a light breeze bellowing on top of you. And as you look up, Edros, floating above you is a massively huge creature that looks like a six-armed blue starfish, uh, nearly 20 feet wide, long tentacles reaching down as it hovers in the sky above you, and hundreds of uh, almost invisible strands of thread floating between its arms. Believe it or not, we're in initiative turn order. What? Thing sounds terrifying. Yeah, it is. And not on the map. Oh, there it is. Oh. Ah. Yeah, it just kind of lives. <laughs> That's what I was it, thinking. It kind of just shimmers, and it looked like a piece of the sky, maybe a little bit of cloud above you. But as it turns down and angles towards you to attack, you can see it in its full grossness. Uh, six six arms, and they're coming for you. This thread kind of missed you, and it, it was trying to like yank you up. We enrolled initiative before we started playing, and <laughs> I don't know where Knack was, where he was taking a peek, but Knack, 24 on initiative. What is your action? <laughs> Do you see this thing now? <laughs> it's uh, hovering right above Edros. Pronk, uh, get it, and I'm going to shoot it with my uh, azimuth laser pistol. And that is a 10 on the die, a 16, so plus with get him 17 to hit. A plus a 1, a 17? Exactly what you needed. Yes! Uh, it's only 4 damage, though. So, right, I know I do be, big We're going to be here a while. But. <laughs> awesome. And next in the initiative turn order, so happy about this, I get to go on <laughs> this giant uh, sky monster. All right, so on this thing's turn, it uh, it saw a dross first. And I think it's going to continue to try and attack Edros. And it's got, besides these threads that it shot out at you, has a has a big old tentacle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is going to hover. It's going to hover about 15 feet above your head and try and try and buffet you, try and smack you with these tentacles. I've seen this anime. Definitely a miss. Other. What is your armor class? Uh, KAC Tyler. 22. Okay, so I've rolled a 16, and that is going to be a hit with its tentacle, believe it or not. Low damage, low damage, low damage. 
and 13 points of damage. <laughs> Smacks the tentacle into you. And that is its turn. Andis is next. Andis, what you got, Jabert? Same thing I always do. Tracking and laser rifle. All right. So that will be 21 with Hit. everything. All right. That's nine points of damage. Fire type. Yeah. So you score this thing. It, you know, barely seems to put a dent in it. It's just, it's so big. And next in the turn order is Alindra. All right. I am whoa, going whoa, to. Whoa, 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 Yeah. You yeah, skipped address. <laughs> Next in the turn order is Edros Varanus. <laughs> so I'm going to go off on a limb and say I can't reach this thing, right? It is 15 feet above you, so okay. no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a guarded step to try and get out of Raimi's firing range and to give everyone a plus one to their ranged attacks. And I'm actually going to do total defense. So I'm just going to take as good of a defensive stance as I can, and I'm just going to say... You guys are going to have to shoot this out of the sky. Can't reach it. And that's all. My, that's it. All right. Making yourself into a, a tasty bite-sized snack. I like it. I, I, let me check my notes here. Alindra is next in the turn order. Double checking. <laughs> okay. So how tall is this wall? It's about four foot, maybe. Okay. Three or four foot. So you, so it's you can get. not tall enough to get there to where I can melee it. No. In that case, I guess the only thing I can really do is shoot it. Which is unfortunate. I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a. I think that's smart choice myself. What to shoot it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because this thing has a lot of tentacles, and it could just. And I think it's probably a pretty heavy hitter. So it it's it might. I think it. I mean, it might whoop me in a few turns. Um, I don't know. You guys might just want to kind of create a firing I, line and just. Yeah, actually, I, I just don't have very good uh, range attack. But I, I have what? a question, Alindra. Um, you've got that, uh, graviton attunement thing that will pull enemies towards you. Will that also pull them towards the ground to put them in melee range or will it just pull them like distance on the map towards you? Oh no, that's it pulls, a good question. it pulls direction. <laughs> so it would pull something down that's flying above, but only by 10 feet. Yeah, but it's only 15 foot above the ground. So that's right. all you would so need. I guess that would work. That's a, but... that's a great idea. Um, but it, it requires that I be fully graviton attuned. So it would take three rounds to get there. Mm, I don't still, I mean, we, we've got Edris just bubbling up until then. So maybe that might be worth it. Probably a good use for it, but it's up to Alindra. What does she want to do? Right now. Yeah. Okay. I can try that. Uh, so I'm going to move from like 10 feet away and I'm going to, I'm going toward Graviton attunement mm -hmm. um, and I'll use my pistol. So that is a hit. To attack. <laughs> nice. For minimum damage three. Okay. Okay. And next in the turn order is Raimi. All right. So Raimi is going to fire magic missile. Oh, starting, starting off strong. I like it. Yeah. So that's uh, five, two is seven, plus four is 11. Uh, sorry, plus five is 12. Plus five is 12. Got it. All right. Booyah. Goody amount of damage. Excellent. And that is that is that whole turn that takes us back to Knack, Drew. All right, once again, get him. Uh, and I'm going to, as a swift action, pull out my arc pistol from my cheek pouch and fire it. Arc Pistol shooting time. How fast is Tyler on the draw? <laughs> oh, that is a natural one on the die, making it hey. a, uh, an, let's eight. see, eight with get him and nine with Tyler's ability. 
Excellent. We're going to move yeah. move on to its turn, and it obviously goes far away from Adros because it did no damage to it this turn, and it's going to fire some sticky web at the three people that did do damage to it. It is going to take some of these very fine filaments and fling them at people that did did damage to it. Some some nasty damage. I think that's going to be I think it's going to be the best buds, Andis and Raimi, who did the most damage. Uh, what are your guys' KAC? My KAC is 17. 22. 21 with fatigue. Oh, you didn't rest up? No, no, because I was uh, trying to heal up Lender's HP. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay, so uh, that is it actually misses... Ramy with this filament, you're just you're so so fleet of foot. You dodge right out of the way, and this thing uh, wraps around Andis, uh, entangling you in in this very you know spiderweb like silk, and you take a little bit of damage, uh, eleven points of damage. That's that's a little right. Bludgeoning as it kind of constricts around you, you are entangled, and it is attached to this thing way up in the sky. Okay, sorry. So am I grappled then? You are entangled as the okay. condition, okay. and you can't like move away. It's kind of got you snug on a, a line. You know, it's 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 gone fishing. <laughs> that is its turn, Andis. It is your turn. Hang on, I have to look up entangled now. <laughs> this is a negative uh, entangled, negative two to your AC, attack, reflex, initiative, yeah. dexterity base. Basically, the gamut. You can't run or charge, and you are ensnared. It impedes your movement. You can't move away from this creature, this monster, but it doesn't prevent you from moving completely, and, and you're not anchored, so you can kind of move side to side, but you can move closer to it, and you can attack. So, so minus two, so minus three to attack rolls. <sighs> you're getting pretty crippled there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Which just tries to kind of you know, wrap, the, wrap the laser rifle around one of these things to steady it as he points the laser rifle right up back up and into the into this thing's gaping maw and takes a shot wait it takes two shots and i take oh, two shots what? i'm just going for, i'm just going for broke here yeah. 20s happen oh ones happened too no <laughs> there, there were no ones oh shoot i was looking at damage yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. 17s happen i was looking so we've got one miss for sure and one hit for sure yeah, so that would be... 17 EAC against this. Correct, yes. That is definitely... I think you got 18 on that highest one. So what's our damage? Uh, that's going to be five points of damage. Alrighty. It's so. minimum, but it's but it, it still works. Oh, travel to it? I love that your I love that your minimum Miles. matches my maximum. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but uh, trust me. Whenever you're putting points up uh, against a Starfinder monster, you know that is good news. Pistol, or you know, even if you're punching something in the face, trust me, <laughs> folks. Ed Ross, Tyler, your turn. I've got a crazy idea, but I gotta you gotta tell me if I can do it. All right, I pro- it's probably going to be in there. <laughs> if it's like uh, crazy, that, ask, that's... <laughs> what you got? Well, uh, this thing is 15 feet in the, up in the air. 
but it's right next to one of the crumbled walls. How tall is that wall? Four I feet. I, we already went over all of this. You got you got to pay attention. I can't. I did, but oh my god, you know that was like twenty minutes ago. We've done like it was like that five I minutes can't, ago. It, it was an arbitrary amount of information. Then it's a very Rebecca important piece asked of to do I the asked same you. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She did. Yeah. yeah, she definitely yes. did. <laughs> I hate all you guys. No. You are paying attention no. to other people's turns, like what they do, right? I am. I don't remember her saying that. I thought she, she did. said yeah, I thought she, she asked if she could shoot oh. over it. You know what? Yeah. No, no, because because it's you, I'm gonna allow it this time. <laughs> <laughs> Linger, no, but Tyler No, no, no no running starts flying in the air and do it. You got a giant gun, don't you? <laughs> That's able to do a ton of damage. Yeah, but it, I, I, I suck with it, and I'm really close to the dang. I, I mean, I, 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 I'm too you close. You can either to attempt to do that or do nothing. So, Andis looks at Edris and, and winks and says, I believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I fire, well, uh, move action to take it out. Point blank range. I'll fire a uh, artillery laser. All right. It's, it slaps you for the yeah. disgrace of trying to uh, <laughs> shoot it at such close range. And I'm pretty sure it misses. Do, 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 do. That is a miss. All right. 13 on the die, plus I get five. So 18. <laughs> That's a hit. Yes! <laughs> I, I like, right. Have you not shot this gun in like 15 episodes? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm. Well, no, I fired it in the Yuruk fight. Anyway, uh, so that's 1d10. Ah, uh, dang it. I almost thought it was going to be max damage. Eight on the dice, plus four, 12 points of damage to the ugly blue thing. Only 12 points of damage. Okay, that's so much. <laughs> Even with everyone else's guns, it's so great. Okay, that is your turn, Alindra. We're back to Alindra. All right, so I'm one more point toward Graviton Attunement, and I guess I will use my pistol. Do you want to shoot once? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just once. That is so, a hit. 17, yeah. 18. Yep, hit, hit, hit. Yep. And max damage at six. Ooh. 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 Nice. Okay, yeah, so. Yeah, y'all are all in awe when Alindra does six damage with a pistol. <laughs> when Nack does six damage with a pistol, you're like, come on, pull up your DPS, Nack. Come on! Doesn't no one ever says a word to you. No one has like, ever said yeah. any of those words. I have, I have said it to myself. Someone <laughs> says gun at me. <laughs> I was about to say I'm happy when Nack does one point of damage. <laughs> I don't know why you're complaining. <laughs> uh, that brings us to the bottom of the turn order with Miles. Ramy, it is your turn. All right, so Ramy's gonna take his laser rifle and shoot at the giant blue monster. <laughs> Uh, that's 15 plus, was it two? One for get him, one for Edris? Nope, just one for get him. Just one for get us so 16, so miss. What? Yo. Why doesn't Edris? I'm still threatening, aren't I? No, you're not touching this thing. <laughs> you haven't oh. touched it in combat. That's right, yeah. You're right, sorry. So yeah, 16. Unfortunately, a miss. That brings us back to Knack. Turn three. Uh, surprise, surprise! Get him! I did and, not see that coming. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to uh, shoot it with my arc pistol again. So that's a 15 on the, or six on the die, 15. So that's a 16 with get um. I believe we have discovered. That is a miss. Yeah. And all right, on the monsters, it is going to 
It is going to actually take its move action on, and it's going to draw on the thread by moving closer to Andis, and it's going to hover right above Nack, Alindra, and Andis, and it's going to send a tentacle out to Nack. Sweet, sweet Nack. Uh, I've rolled an eight on dice. Pretty sure that's it. A six. So that is thirteen points of damage, Nack. And Andis, your turn. So what would it be to escape the entanglement? So with this, it is a like a physical material that uh, that you can see. You might be able to cut it free if you have a a blade of some sort. I mean, it's typically like an acrobatics check of some sort. It, it will be an acrobatics check. I'm sorry, Andis. I forgot I was going to cut you out. It's okay. I don't own a knife. Andis is going to, since this thing has moved in, and Andis already has their gun wrapped around the tendrils. This thing is just moving closer in to Andis's trap. <laughs> He's going to do the same you've thing act- again. You've activated my Andis card. Exactly. Mmm, <laughs> there's one. Oh! So that's, uh, so my first one is yeah. around a 20. Definitely. All right, my uh, second one is, my second one is probably less of a hit yeah that, that, that's gonna be a miss i'm sorry if uh it, it will also take an attack of opportunity Please. on you but uh you can you can tally up your damage while i tally up mine or not because i probably missed you yes. <laughs> it, it tried to get a another kind of loose tentacle uh swiping at you but did not yeah. manage to do so okay that'll be uh nine damage Ooh. as Ooh. i just as Andis, Andis is so confident in this strategy. He's like, this is working! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, it is not doing too well. It's it's kind of limping a little bit in the sky. It's like, you see it kind of flutter a little bit, almost like a butterfly. Does trying it to flutter gain, down a little bit? Does it uh, flutter altitude? Down? Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> it stays perfectly still where it is above you guys. <laughs> but that takes us to Edros' turn. All Tyler. right. Guarded step. Open <clears throat> fire. Rolling a d20. Bam! Kill it, kill it, kill it. That's going to be a 18, I think. That's a hit. That's another d10 plus four. Come on, high damage. Ooh. Oh, that's a nine on the die. That's going to be 13 damage. I, 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 Yeah, so you score this thing. You see the massive laser bolt rip through it and, like, continue on above the forest. And it just, yeah, kind of tries to flutter up away from you guys. And you hear psychically in your brain, it begins talking to you in Castravellan. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> who, who speaks Castravellan? I do. I and do. That, and Nack does as well. So you guys both hear it inside your mind, and it's... It, you know, just kind of beams at you like, Please let leave no attack. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's Alindra's turn, by the way. (laughs) Are we still in combat? Yeah. It's not dead yet? All right. Nope. Sorry. So I am fully graviton attuned, so I'm going to pull it back down with my black hole. All right. (laughs) So it gets a, is it a will save? Fortitude. Oh gosh, I had it right here. We haven't done this since episode two. Yeah, it's a fortitude save. Fortitude save. Okay, it's, it's all right. It's all right. It's not bad. 
It has failed its fortitude. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. It's bad. <laughs> it, you, you drag it right down to yeah. It's a uh, it's you know within attack range of you. Can we uh, communicate with each other before the next couple of turns? Yeah. What do you want to say? Uh, it's it's asking to be let go. Uh, this thing seems to be intelligent. Should we try to talk to it before we murder it? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's right. It, it's it's. I, I'm not the one holding on to it. Or maybe I am. <laughs> exactly. And it's my turn, right? Uh, it is. If there wasn't someone else that that's going to attack you. You feel a massive bullet hole appear in your chest, Raimi, as a, a sniper bullet from behind you in the clearing rips straight on through. All right. I'm going to roll ignore DM. <laughs> not, not an option. Let's see here. That is... I've rolled very low. It seems like... So that is five points of damage. You hear the retort after uh, you've taken the damage. Why, why don't you give me a perception check? All range. right. Yeah, so it looks like you just see like a glint from inside the head of the the reclining statue. Someone's taken a position; they're about you know twenty feet up off the ground, and and has a, a pretty good view of, of where you're standing. Right. All right. So I, I point out to uh, where I see the the sniper and saying, you know, someone's firing from over there. Okay. Yeah. So you can kind of point out the the direction. Uh, it is it is indeed your turn now. I'm going to fire back the monster still. Yeah, that's a miss. Ooh, four on the dice. Yes, indeed. And taking us to turn four, Nack. Do, do we know that it's the monster that's trying to communicate with us? You could tell, yeah. It's like looking at you and just coming directly from its direction psychically. Uh, I want to try to talk to it. Uh, tentacle beast, why, why do you suddenly ask for help when you've been attacking us? And I say it in Castrovellum because it's big Castrovellum. It, it says, uh, "You rolled really well on damage attacks, and the GM didn't roll well at all." <laughs> <laughs> I want to get out of oh. here. Knack, tell it we'll spare it if it goes and attacks whoever's trying to snipe us from the head of the elven thing. Oh yeah, attack the th- attack the the. We will spare you if you can defeat the thing that's attacking us from the the head of the statue. It says, uh, okay, yes, we'll go. We'll go now. Uh, While it's going, can I use uh, either my Inferno knife or my uh, tactical knife to free Andis? Yeah, I'm making an attack roll. No, my strategy. It it flutters away, uh, like almost 50 foot straight up, and then just kind of like floats off. In this direction, uh, I'm going to keep us in in turn order. Andis, your turn. You are still wrapped in its its web. It has like let go of it, but uh, it, it will take a little bit more damage to get you free. Oh, even Nack, with the- you did four points. Oh, okay, so it's not just the attack roll; it's the damage to the stuff that's wrapping him up. Yeah, you've cut like two or three threads loose. There's a, a few more. Is there anything you'd like to do, Andis? I don't speak Castrovellan. <laughs> I mean, you heard Mac talking oh, during, <laughs> during all of nah. the, during all of this. I relate to Andes what's going on. <laughs> no, you didn't. Ah. No, you didn't. You, th- you spent six seconds speaking Castrovellan in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could you could say it back, but I understand. Uh, you've rolled two attack rolls, and they both <laughs> they do. Yeah, 
Uh, both of them, unfortunately. Edros. Tyler, you heard the sniper's retort. And yeah, Raimi pointed out where he is. I'm going to... Oh my gosh. Uh, okay. I'm going to break into a run. I'm going to run right towards the statue. Okay. So you get about halfway there, and the ground here is just like a collection of pools and moss and these upturned stones, and almost the entire clearing past these buildings that you are exploring is all difficult terrain. So ah, uh, two, okay. two squares, uh, once you get to about here on the map, uh, two squares of movement for every one that you would normally move, uh, no charging. And in, in this clearing, you see a couple of columns that are, are still uh, standing up and almost all of them, you, you could tell you could possibly duck behind to get full cover. Yeah, I was definitely, I was definitely eyeing those sweet, sweet columns, and I will, I will duck behind one of those columns. Uh, so you're here. So you're gonna, gonna I, try and get to one of the uh, columns. Yeah, can I make it to the tiny column, or well, that's no. probably okay. too far with difficult terrain? Difficult terrain, two squares of movement okay. expended for every one. Okay, so I don't think you'll be I able run, to make it to any of them. Yeah, if I run, I can go. Is it running as four times your movement? So no no charging, no running through difficult terrain. Oh, you uh, can't run through it. Okay, my nope. fault. I forgot. It's quite right. Okay. Then I guess the best thing I can do is double move, which is only going to be, which is 70 feet, but by half. Uh, so let's see. Oh, man, I can't go very far at all. Yes, that is the point, I think, of <laughs> what they were going for in this encounter. Yeah, can, can you make I it guess. to the to the to the walls we went to at the in the south and then go to the through the difficult terrain in the next turn? Yeah, I think I yeah, I think that's a better it. idea. I'm going to move all the way back down to the the ruins to the south that we initially explored. Yeah, so you can you can run through through there okay. just fine. Yeah, and those those walls do provide total cover because they're like they're about nine ten feet tall in places all right and that brings us to alindra can i run to where dross is so i'm sorry for for if you are running which is four times your movement it does have to be in a straight line so actually you might have to take, take a couple like, moves yeah tyler was like here so he can go tyler you can basically run to back here up behind the, the stones and you're gonna have to just double move uh Fortunately, Rebecca, because there's like a big old tree and some stone in front of you. Okay, so I, I can like move over here and then straight down. You, you can move your full 12 spaces, 60 feet. Raimi, what you got? Well, the first thing Raimi's going to do is turn himself invisible. That's that's not a bad idea here. And then I'm going to go as far as I can on the edge of a difficult terrain. So I guess I'll go here and I can go, what, 10 more feet yeah, down? Yeah, so you can you can move ten feet into it. Okay. So you're heading towards the statue. Yes. Uh, Nack. Uh, Alindra, hang in there. We're, we're gonna get to cover. Inspiring boost. Here's eleven stamina. Now you're kind of hiding behind a tree from from where the statue is, Nack. But that is not, still not full cover. Uh, do you want to move at all, or is there any chance I could uh, do a stealth check to move, kind of un- without them seeing me? Unfortunately, if you are moving to the buildings in the south, that's just wide open, so there's nowhere to hide. Uh, um, I'm going to hold off on moving then. Okay. All right. The giant sky fisher, this, this starfish-like creature up here is just taken off. It's like <laughs> psychically says while it's on the edge of its uh, range. It says, 
Thank you for not killing me. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I saw that one coming. And this one four seven. All right, I'm gonna try to make an acrobatics check to get out of it. Nice. All right. Not enough. Then I'll just hang out here for a little while. I sit down behind the tr- behind the stump and drink a nice little sarsaparilla. <laughs> Eat my lunch. I've packed with, I've packed a nice few rations for the day. I'm very excited about the tuna salad. Why do I choose not to do anything instead of cutting Andis out of the? I don't stump? know, Nack. I point my gun at Nack. Sorry, I forgot <laughs> well, that healed, that was still a thing a that I could do. <sighs> Cut him out. Oh, Someone yeah. cut him out or Lindra. <laughs> Edros hiding behind a stone wall. I think the only one that can't be shot right now. <laughs> what you got, Tyler? I'm going to double move to get onto the edge of the the bad the bad ground and behind a pillar. Okay, Anna Lindra. All right, can I? Is hold on. Is Anna still under restraints or whatever? Yes. It is? Okay, can I use psychokinetic hand to try to get rid of them? No. You can you can try and slash him out quite easily though. Alright, so I'll walk up to him and slash him out. Like you have the perfect weapon for yeah, it. Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh yeah, that's a natural, natural twenty. Great 20. thing to use my natural twenty. Oh <laughs> my God. Not only do you cut the threads apart, but they disintegrate in a photon charge flame damage. <laughs> A maximum, oh, uh, a maximum amount of damage uh, there. Uh, yeah, it, it, it only needed uh, 10, 10 damage to, to cut him loose. So I think like your minimum damage probably would have. God, I minutes. never, I never crit. I never crit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wasted it here. All right. And now I've got a couple more targets. Oh, of course. Oh, no, I don't have this many targets. Raimi's invisible. Beep, beep. So the shot rings out and it whizzes by both Alindra and Andis's ears. Twang! So I've rolled a three on the dice. The sniper attack, not going to be enough, I think, to, to hit Alindra, the intended target, because Andis is providing a little bit of that soft cover, and yeah. the, the, the bullet just whizzes between both of your heads uh, right by your ears. See, good things ha- happen when you hang out with me. <laughs> yeah, that was that was uh, totally fortuitous. And Raimi, invisible Raimi, you, you sneaking forward? Yep, I'm gonna so keep on sneaking forward so I can go what thirty feet? Basically, yeah. Why, why don't okay. you make another perception check for me? Because you're you've cut about half the distance. Seventeen. Right, so uh, you can see that there's just a little slit in. It looks like the, like the ear of the the statue, and you see the sniper rifle poking out. You can see that figure that takes us to a knack on turn six. If I can double move, I can move 60 feet. Is that correct? If you double move, you can move 60. If you run in a straight line without any obstacles, twice that. So 120. All right. Then I'm going to run double move to get beyond the wall. Andis or seven, you are free. Okay. Well, let's move for real this time. Actually, I might just go right here. Can I make a perception check to see if I can spot the sniper? Please do. Uh, 22. You have like the general idea of, of where it's coming from because uh, Raimi pointed out uh, exactly where. All right, then I'm going to take my, take a second move right there. Okay, Lee Doakley, Edros. Still moving forward? 
Yeah, but now I'm moving through the difficult terrain, so my double move is not <laughs> nearly as good. I can only get kind of the corner of this pillar, so I am probably uh, within probably probably the guy could probably see me. I'm a little worried. It is possible, Alindra. All right, so I'm trying to figure out how far I can go. If I go in a straight line, can I go to here? It looks like it was a, a completely flat plane at one point of these huge paver stones, but these giant roots have, have sprouted up and knocked them all out of place, so you're almost climbing in places, and like, Rami's doing, like, backflips and stuff over these uh, these mossy roots. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, and the sniper's going to take another attack at Alindra, who sees, she sees right in the open. It's natural oh, 20 oh. on the dice. Oh, only my oh. second against Alindra for the oh. night, right? Oh my. Yeah, and the one time I crit in this freaking game is to God. free Andis. I'm rolling D10s, but I've, I've not rolled over a four, so that is 12 points of damage. Yeah, this bullet just rips right through your gut, and you look down, you take three points of bleed damage as well as oh, you are man. just expiring like a stuck pig and that is that's damage that you're going to take on your turn as well as you can believe save against it that takes us to Raimi. Raimi, you've got a bead on this sniper what do you want to do i'm gonna i'm gonna keep on keep on keep on keep it on okay you you can see it from from where you're at though yeah what what are you gonna do to it if you get closer uh, well, am I, am I within spell range? Mm, that's a good question. What is uh, magic missile? Magic missile is 90? at this point 140 feet. Oh, it is. Yeah, because it's 100 plus 10 feet per level. Okay. I, I have done the math here, and you just have 144 yeah, magic missile. <laughs> uh, just barely. Cost of conversion is same. the same. same. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to cast Magic Missile. Okay. It can't miss. Nice. I think that's a smarter move. Yeah. Yeah. They, they do have a, a good deal of cover. So. All right. Ooh, so yeah. six, eight, and 11. 11 points of damage. Right. So you see these missile. They <laughs> they go wide at first because you're the maximum distance you've probably ever shot a Magic Missile. And then they just kind of hone in and like all go right the, the head of the statue and go boom, boom, boom. You hear all of them hit something inside. And yeah, it just it stops firing, uh, and you hear hear shouts from from that direction, Remy. And I'm gonna say we're out of combat because the the sniper rifle does not come back in that little aperture. I think I got him. Wow. Cool. <laughs> oh boy, that was bad. Alindra, you are. Climatic. I don't. I don't know. I think Alindra, you are still bleeding out. So yeah, I probably, think you have plenty of climax going on. <laughs> probably should take care of that. Yeah. What kind of save is it? If you want to use a healing serum, immediately get around it, Rebecca. Against the bleed, the healing serum. Oh, can yes. be stopped with a successful uh, DT 15, uh, DC fifteen medicine check. You can you can heal. Okay. What do you what do you want to do, Alindra, to to stop it? Do you want to try and yeah, make your way back to Andis or? No, I'll use a healing serum. Regular one, okay. So. Yep. Mark one. Oh, eight. Sweet. Eight hit points back. Oh boy. Yep. You were still down some too, right? So not like it's wasted. Yeah, I was. Right? No, it's not wasted. <laughs> okay, so you guys can gather up where, wherever you'd like and take stock. <laughs> How are you guys doing? I would like okay. to try and go over to where the sniper was and like That's climb what up I'm there doing. and inspect that area. 
that's what I'm, I want to do too. So you can see very easily from the, the base of it, it looks like it would be a very tough climb, and it doesn't look like there's any doors or anything. The the slit, the sniper rifle w- was coming through, it's no larger than like half a foot wide. Can I get on Edris's shoulders and like can him give me a boost? It's like 20 feet up, so no. Alendra would like to inspect those boils more closely now that she's right next to them. Right, so it does look kind of like in parts... It's just the rusted material, but you can tell that these are very finely etched on in another metallic uh, material. And they do look like a, a, a web of maybe constellations or something on the statue's skin. Oh, look at me. Yeah, Alindra has very good instinct. All right, so. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so. Yeah, it, it seemed use... like Halkoim Zahn had no idea what he was talking about, believe yeah, it or not. clearly not. Um, so can I use my physical, can I use a physical science check to um, compare it to my star map or something? To see if you... I can recognize, like, what these constellations might be? could if it was a maybe in, in greater condition it looks just in parts there are giant holes and in other parts just completely grown over with with moss uh, and ivy so it doesn't look like it's in a state to to kind of look over it uh, okay. better uh why doesn't, why doesn't so, everyone just give me a perception check real quick natural 20 <laughs> again it roll. doesn't matter but it doesn't matter right so you're kind of inspecting all over this thing from from top to bottom looking at what you think might be you know constellations and you find towards its feet what looks like an entrance uh, like a, a couple of wide double doors Alindra enters and calls her comrades over awesome awesome I, when I got this book and, and took a look at this section I was like oh this is gonna be dope going inside this giant like <laughs> chill lady liberty <laughs> going, going inside this this big statue's butt yeah it's gonna be the best in the feet uh, i mean like i mean like so like i mean the, the listeners can't can't see what we're seeing but like we're seeing feet with no doors and uh up where the butt is it's like blacked out <laughs> so, like, yeah see that's not going into a foot i mean it's more starting at the ankle it's like in the feet. Yeah, like, I'm just curious how long that how long that tube is. I'm describing <laughs> it, and it's going into the the base of a foot. <laughs> uh, as as you open up the door, there, Alindra, you see rusted plumbing hanging from the ceiling above a large <laughs> phrasing. Rusted plumbing. Rusted plumbing hangs from the ceiling above a large central basin in the middle of this small chamber. The walls are just slick with with heat and moisture, and the room has a sauna feel to it. The large dome ceiling has relief art of hundreds of constellations depicted. You guys heading heading inside? Yeah. I am. Yep. Right. So as you guys filter into this chamber here, Rokawi steps forth after the, the battle is done through the clearing and says, this this seems to be a, a holy place. I I dare not defile it by stepping inside. That's okay, Rokawi. We will we will take a look out inside, and if you could watch outside and alert us if anybody shows up, that'd be very helpful. I'm, I'm going to hide under this foot. Sounds good. We'll just be in this... this- Holy place. <laughs> Don't you do it. <laughs> 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 uh, 
butt wow. jokes. Uh, wow. Why doesn't anybody that's got a mysticism uh, culture check give me a roll? I have both. Uh, do we have time to take 20 on culture? Nah, not unless you want to spend like, you know, 10, 15 minutes in this room. I just got a 20 on the culture check. Whoa, 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 Ooh. Did you put a point into culture, uh, Tyler? So I'm an icon, so I get culture as a class skill. And, um, I, and I have a point nine. into it. I just got nine. Uh, 21 for culture. Nice, nice. So, so, so low on the, the mysticism. Ramy. Well, it's a, it's a yeah, I, I rolled a two, so it's a nine. Ooh. <laughs> Both Adros and Knack, you can kind of sense that there's there's something about this room you're pretty sure that the the ancient elves that were in Yucalan, the Oatia that you, you had read about in, in some of the notes prepared by Alabians 212 that this might have been some kind of cleansing site for them they definitely had a great deal of reverence for this this statue and you can imagine thousands of years ago maybe attendants coming here and bathing themselves in the, in the waters in this ritual room this cleansing ritual and Ramy, even though you didn't roll too too well on the mysticism check you, you do sense a very faint magic kind of emanating from the water basin in the center i uh hey guys i've got bad news but i think we should bathe in this pool of elven junk i mean it's it's nice water it's not junk <laughs> anything that's elven is pretty gross <laughs> to you uh, anyway i think i'm gonna take a bath or wash myself, or whatever the tradition is. I think Nack knows more. He read the notes closer. <laughs> no, you, you're pretty sure you, you you just felt like that's what this room was used for. And if you're dipping your hands in, it does feel kind of cool compared to the, the sticky heat of the uh, the jungle outside. So you, you, mean, you can wash your hands and like dunk your head. Uh, look, uh, uh, this, this, this seems a little weird, but uh, I'm going to go with it. Cool. Does anybody not want to gargle a little bit of elven holy water uh can i do a physical science check to see where this water is originating from i mean there's like a little pipe that uh, seems to be feeding it from underneath can you uh, determine if it's healthy i mean it, it looks like crystal clear water okay I'm sure drinking a couple gallons will uh, i'll be able to tell you if it's deadly deadly poison or not <laughs> great <laughs> yeah uh and, and this isn't thirsty it's fine so, Alindra, why don't, why don't you do give me a physical science roll these constellations in the, the, the top of the this ring? I'd love to. I somehow knew you would. Right, so uh, 12 on your rolls. You recognize some of them as constellations depicted above the sky in, in Castrovel. You know, some very basic, simple designs like the worker, the island, the, the student. But there's a whole number of them kind of right next to those that you just don't know where they come from. Don't understand them. That's about all there is to see in this room. And there is a, a small set of stairs going up from um, here. Before we go, Edris would suggest perhaps we should take photos of all the constellations so you can look them up later. Yes. Yeah, I'll take I'll take a snapshot of the ceiling before I go. Not all a bad right. idea. But yeah. And moving on entering this next room so you see a, a long hall why doesn't everyone give me a perception check as you as you move into it i haven't rolled a natural one in a while i feel like i'm i feel like i'm due no oh, well <laughs> i just rolled a natural one so thanks for that <laughs> thanks for the drinks yeah, that's you, my gypsy magic 
walking into this room, it's a small alcoves with these small little stations that each alcove seems to be telling a part of a larger tale. And you see these mosaics, these chipped images showing elves observing the heavens. Another shows what looks like a council round an oddly angular table. And another shows elves tattooing one another in these strange glyphs and designs into their skin. Oh, Alindra takes special notice of that one. Yeah, so you guys can move yourselves into this room. Uh, Alindra, on the ceiling, also you see 12 stylized elven figures carved into the stonework, all heavily tattooed with a prominent starburst marks on their forehead around a, a constellation. And you can tell that, that these were some kind of either scholars or holy men and women of, of, of magic means, just from their depiction. And you see the tattoos in part all match the tattooed symbols on your arm. <gasps> oh my goodness. Yeah, and once again, you're just absolutely certain that Alquimzon was really dumb. <laughs> you couldn't tell that they were <laughs> tattooing each other. Or maybe he didn't even come in here. But as you guys are, are, are taking a look around here, uh, I need everyone to make an initiative check because a, a very small clink happens at your feet. A grenade rolls right in your midst. All right, everyone roll me initiative. Come on. High numbers. Oh, my god! <laughs> that wanted, it wanted to be a 19 so bad. <laughs> so bad. Did you say there was a grenade? A grenade, yes. <laughs> to start off the combat. That's a really great time. All right, starting off this combat, I need everyone except Raimi to give me a reflex save. Alindra, watch your step. Hey! So, what does that do? Uh, that gives plus two on a reflex save. Nice, 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 nice. All right, so uh, roll me up some saves, everybody. 16 for Nack. So, 16 with the bonus. Good, good, good. It's a 20 for Andis. Everyone saved against it, so. Yes. I'm going to do so much damage. Womp. All right, so everyone takes three points of damage except Rami. All right, so in the top of the turn order, I'm just going to give this person uh, an action in the surprise round because so well on initiative. Alindra, as you were studying the ceiling of this building, yeah, you saw one of these cultists, these these devourer cultists you fought in the alleyway, much like Rokawi, uh hiding in, in one of the alcoves. And you can make a move or a standard action. Okay, uh, question about these alcoves. Am I behind cover right now? or You can, yes, hide and, and give yourself leave partial cover. Okay. All right, can I sneak around the corner and shoot a laser? You can move or you can take a standard action. So if you want, you can, yeah, you can, uh, standing where you are, just fire. Okay, let me just fire. Ooh. And Not so great. <clears throat> Uh, what is that? Three on the dice. An eight. That is a miss. So let's go in the regular turn order with Nack. Nack Sizrak. All right. Uh, I'm going to target the one that is in the dead center of this group to get him. And I'm actually going to pull out my semi-auto pistol this time around and okay. see if I can attack with that. All right. Shooting through a draw. So he is kind of in the front there. Let's say uh, 14, 15. 15 with get him. That is a miss, shooting through at Dross. And it's 147. Let's see. I'm going to take a five-foot step here into cover mm-hmm. and fire down this open lane to Adros's left. I'm, I'm seeing this Sheeran, who I assume is holding a uh, 
A sniper rifle. Uh, so if you're looking towards the back of the room, you actually, yeah, you do see, indeed, it's like a female Sheeran with a sniper rifle trained down the, the entire length of the hall. All right. Well, that's who I'm going to shoot at because she seems like a jerk. A uh, 1920 to hit. Against EAC? Mm-hmm. That's a hit. Yes. Oh, boy. That's maximum damage. That's 12. 12 points damage. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. 12 damage. And that brings us to Alindra's turn. All right. So I'm going to go around the person here up to this guy and one of the little goon guys and use my solar weapon. All right. You just run up, whipping out your solar blade. Sorry. That's quite all right. Uh, That is going to be a hit. Yes. That's going to do 15 damage. What? What? Yeah, because I have photon attunement. That's so much damage. (laughs) I'm still kind of shocked by it. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so you slash this gentleman right across his chest for a great deal of damage. Yeah, he looks quite shocked and very hurt. And draw since your turn. Oh, no. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Raimi. Raimi, you're next. Uh, So I have a question. Is the Sheeran at the end there, the the ding-dong that was shooting at me? It, it does seem like they are holding a sniper rifle right now. And well, the reason I ask is they already did 12 points of damage on the prior. If this is the same person, then uh, yeah, you, you, this is the person you shot with magic missile. Okay. Then I am going to uh, fire caustic conversion. Ooh. Oh boy. Ooh. So you got to make an EAC attack roll. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Natural 20. Natural 20. Oh, boy. 44 plus uh, five damage now and five in the next round. I think if this is a something you can naturally crit with, I think you're doing double damage. Oh, yeah. No. Well, well, yeah, no, no, I mean, I think you can I think you can crit with spells, though. Pretty well, I, I think any spell. Yeah, that you can you can oh. roll 20 on. Yeah. Um, OK, so if it, ta- if it takes an attack roll, you can crit with it. OK, so it does double damage. Yep. Uh, eight, so Oh my gosh. 8d4. Okay, so. That's insane. Three, four. And that's 3, 4, 5, 8, 9, oh God. 10, 12. Why, Miles? Why? 13. 13. Why? Uh, 14 points of damage. Wow. Why Why you do this to me? Uh, did you add t- uh, 2 for your harmful spells? Oh, sorry. 15 points of damage. Okay. Jeez Louise. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> you just fling. The, these little nanites, these caustic nanites, and coat the Sheeran, her carapace, at the end of this hallway, and she starts screaming, uh, in pain. Ouch. <laughs> and on her turn, she, believe it or not, runs away. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, as she does so, she also takes five points of damage. Oh, no. Oh, I can do that. Yeah, she, she keeps taking that damage on subsequent turns. Actually, yeah. I, do have, I do have a question about that. If we're doing double damage for the attack roll, is this double damage for the no. the caustic or just the single damage for the caustic? No, just the, the attack just roll the damage. Yes, yeah, the attack roll damage. Uh, let's see. That is uh, her turn. Edros, your turn. Pretty quick combat. Yeah, I guess we'll let her get away for now. And I'm going to move in between these two guys, and I'm Ooh. going to... So, yeah, uh, I guess <clears throat> they can take attacks of opportunity if they would so like. So, only one of these two that you're you're rushing in between 
has their sword out. The other has a scatter gun, a shotgun. Uh, the one with the sword hits you. Nice roll. That's going to be a D8. Seven points of damage. 18 to definitely hits. And you can make your attack. I'm going to attack... Uh, the one, not uh, the one that is kind of off to the side. So Alidra's going up against two guys. I'll attack the one who's kind of the odd man out. Okay. With my curved blade, shashwing. Eighteen. That's a hit. Yes. Oh, minimum damage. Gosh, I suck. <laughs> All right. Eleven yeah. points of damage. <laughs> yeah, but you almost as much force uh, as Alindra's attack. You're just nearly cutting this guy in half. He looks pretty tired from the heat as well. Like you all, their turn. They going to this guy that doesn't have a sword out pulls out his sword, and two of them are going to attack a dross. They're right on top of you, and I don't think they're very good at what they do. So they're just gonna take a couple attacks, a couple swings, even though they're flanking. Fifteen. Uh. That's a hit. A two. That is a miss. So the one that hit you does seven points of damage. Linger, this one is going to pull its sword out and attack you. And he hits for seven points of damage. And that's turn one. Back to Neck. Uh, once again, I'm going to cast Getum on the one between Alindra and Edris. Okay. Except I'm going to now use my semi-auto pistol to attack the one north of Edris just to... Make it very confusing. Got it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 14. 14. 15, 15, 16, technically, because you're getting a plus one bonus from a draws, plus one from get him. That's a hit. Well, he cast get him on the other one. Yeah, oh, get, right, sorry. Yeah, Still, so 15 a hit. Yes, uh, for seven damage. <laughs> like I said, you made it confusing for me. All right, so he's not doing well. <laughs> Boy, because you're weak. And that takes us to Andis. I'm going to track the gentleman that Knack just got. Oh, boy. Yeah, that, that he just shot. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, that, that he got, got him, or, or the, <laughs> the one that the one that he gated us him. So. What happened in the battle? Oh, Nack got him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna mark him yeah. on the in roll twenty, so we, we know who's. Yeah, the the gentleman adjacent to both Alindra and Adros. Alindra yeah, and Adros. all up in the scrum. Yep. Let's do it. All right. Oh, that's not ideal. Yeah, like a. 12. 12, right? No, 13 with uh, Edris' bonus, right? Nah. Yeah, because Edris' bonus <laughs> attack uh, is the, on the other one. Yeah, right. unfortunately, that is going to be a miss. Just one attack, and that takes us to Alindra. All right, I'm going to go crazy and do a double attack, so I'm going to use my solar open once Jeez, for Louise. a negative four. Please don't go crazy on me. Oh, you're, you're going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so right. that's to the guy to the right. Sorry, I didn't mention that. But um, that'd be actually a 20 minus yeah. 4, so 16. That's, that's a hit. 12 points of damage. Okay. So, yeah, you slash that guy. He's not It's actually too... 13. Oh, sorry. It's 13 points 13? How do I forget? Attunement. It's a quite all right. Uh, he's still standing. Both of them look like they've taken a great deal of damage from, from your solar blade. All right. And here's my second attack. Against the and same guy. And a natural one. Ooh, that's going to be a miss. Yeah. Hey, Raimi, it's your turn. <laughs> All right, so uh, I am going to fire my laser rifle at the gentleman that Nack shot at above Edris. Okay, that one will have a little bit of cover from here because you're shooting around the alcoves. Okay. 
one. Mm. Uh, 13, so it's a miss. That's a miss. Oh, boy. All right. You you hear the Sheeran up these stairs, uh, still kind of wailing in pain. <laughs> Ed Dross, it is your turn. I'm going to take a guarded step. I'm going to take a guarded step so I'm not being flanked. All right, I... that's not a terrible idea. Yeah, I don't know what I was doing last time. <laughs> We're going to take a double <laughs> attack. Um, I'm going to uh, I'm going to go after the one that Knack has get him on first. Oh boy. Okay. And it's Yes, Sorry, that's not, not a double attack because it, it's a move action to five foot step now. <laughs> oh, we keep forgetting that. <laughs> I think our, our 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 super fan will actually email that in today. It's like Tyler, stop forgetting <laughs> that you can't uh, double attack after five foot stepping. So, so, <laughs> so, so why even have something called a guard? I just do. <laughs> what a dumb game that <laughs> we love so much. Uh, it's just such an important mechanic in Pathfinder. Well, you're a Okay, I'm not moving now because I want a full attack, so I'm in a stupid spot where I get flanked by these stupid guys. I didn't say you. I didn't say what you're doing. I said roll them bones, sir. Roll them bones. First curve blade attack. Shout out to whoever's correcting me on the rules with this attack. (laughs) You're technically correct. The best kind of correct. (laughs) Uh, Uh, That's a 16. No, it's negative four, right? Well, but plus get him, so it's actually only minus three. So I guess it's a 14. 14's a hit. Yes. Against nice. KAC. It's just a hit. Get him would have made that a not hit. <clears throat> That's right. uh, 19 points of damage. All right. This guy is straight up dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to pivot the blade around and go after the guy who's now behind me with another curved blade. That's going to be an 18. <laughs> max oh. for, 20, for max damage, 20 max points of damage. damage. This guy just happened to have uh, 20 points of damage, so he's very dead. <laughs> yes! Oh, dang. All right. Taking that guy see out. What happens oh. when you, see what happens when you correct me on rules? I kill your creatures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. There's one cultist left. He is going to just go all out against Alindra. Two attacks. Oh, man. Yeah. And those are going to be... What's your KAC? 14. Ah, oh, shoot. Just one one hit, one sword swipe for seven points of damage. I think that's all I've done this turn, this go around with these guys. And we're back to Knack. Get him! Alindra, hang in there. 11 stamina back to Alindra. Can't you only do that once a day for me? It's or? once. Uh, it's no. actually once every uh, 10 minute rest, so. Oh, okay. We're good. Okay, great. Okay. And, uh, Andis? Yeah, yeah. One target left. Well, let's just take two shots. Ooh. See how this goes. Yeah. Let's get feisty. Feisty. Uh, All right. So that'll be a 15 and a 19. Both hits. Uh, you shoot this guy dead immediately. I think that, yes. that first one might have been enough damage. And we're out of combat. Um, oh, you guys are out of combat and, and you hear this Sheeran is still alive uh, somewhere up the stairs in inside this structure. Uh, are, are you going after? Yeah. Follow screams. Yeah. 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 So you see what looks like blood and the, the mix of your, your magical acid kind of like evaporating. Ramy. All right. Who's going, who's going up the stairs first? Uh, Edris. Ramy's falling soon after. Cause he's, 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 he's wanting to put a hurting on him. Yeah. As you head up the stairs, it, it goes off in a couple of directions, one to the north and one towards the west. But it looks like an arm of the statue 
and you hear movement up the arm and you see at the the base of the steps the the sniper rifle uh, just kind of laying there oh pick it up and 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 ask uh anyone want a uh, sniper rifle alindra i know you were looking for an extra gun i can't use such things edros you're you're running up the stairs yes yes i am you're the first right yes uh right so as as you rush up you see this Sheeran kind of clutching at a, a massive acidic burn across the, the the torso, the thorax of their their abdomen. She looks to be holding in her hands a, a very small detonator. Oh, Uh-oh. everybody stay away. She's holding a detonator. She says, do not come any closer or we shall all burn in flame. Uh, OK. Nobody <laughs> wants to burn in flame. <laughs> OK. Tyler, you're at the front, and you see that she has multiple grenades strapped across her chest on a bandolier. Listen, listen, Salask. Things don't have to end this way. If you help us answer some questions, we can even supply you with some healing serums. Just don't, don't, don't take an action you're going to regret. She lets two empty healing serums fall out of her other hand and uh, just lets them, like, fall at your feet. And she says... None of it will be enough. It will never be enough. Welcome to our doom. Edros, it is nice to see you. I, I hope you are doing well. I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. So how's things? How's the kids? <laughs> no, I'm doing terrible. These bunch of losers are real mean to me. So y- y- you can tell she's kind of, she steps backwards and she's like out side at this point on like the arm of uh, of the statue and she says I, I wish to speak to you without the others hearing would, would you come out here yes I, guys stay here I'll handle this and uh, I'll uh, just very slowly make my way out yeah you, you can tell as, as you look her up and down uh, she looks to be almost dead right now there's a, a great deal of damage done by, <laughs> by Raimi's critical acid attack I'll uh I'll I'll as I'm coming up I'll be like listen we we found one of your one of your comrades she was on death's door herself we have a skilled medic here managed to save her life there's there's no saving us Tahoman said this would come to pass and I've accepted my fate I just wonder if you're going to accept yours Edros I will uh, accept whatever comes my way I was sent to watch your movements. You are a curiosity, Vesk. A pirate that works for the Starfinders. But that's not you, is it? The Starfinder gig wasn't supposed to be permanent. It has become something more than I thought it would ever be. But it is still unusual, I will admit. She reaches out for you to take her hand, but then, like, thinks better of it and just kind of steps back up a few more stairs up the arm. We are not too different, you and I. I see the rage in your heart. You resent authority. You, you resent following these weaker beings. On the drift rock, I saw you you ready to kill that android. There was rage in your heart, as there is in mine. A Vesk always taps into his inner anger in combat. I will always use that anger to down and fall any enemy. Then, then maybe you are ready. While the student awaits... The master still beckons a dross. What is this master you talk of? He he waits for you. When you're ready, enjoy your last remaining days while you have them. She steps backwards off the, the arm 
and you see the the detonator slip from her hands. A massive explosion rips through the the valley, echoing across the the trees. The blast sends a heat wave up towards you, sending shrapnel, a large sign in your direction, Edros. A number of huge words in the blast that say, to be continued. Ah! And we'll see if you die from that uh, next week, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. You'll you'll probably be fine. Nope. Nope. I'm going to draft a new character just in case. That's his name will be Idras. That's literally all I have for for episode (laughs) twenty-four. Don't don't try to go any longer, guys. I'm cutting it off there. (laughs) (laughs) If if you're like, wait, what happened? I will be like, no, I don't have it ready. (laughs) We're waiting back. Wait until episode twenty-five. Ooh, that was heavy. Mm-hmm. I can't There's... wait. I was I was really looking forward to Edges's backstory stuff, so I'm really excited about. Hmm. Oh, uh, we we shall see what what comes forth as we got a we got a couple more episodes of jungle action ahead of us, including next week episode twenty five. If memory yep. serves. Yep. 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 This is episode twenty four. All right. So let's wrap this one up. Thank you guys for playing with me. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you. Until then, say goodnight, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.